Hello and welcome to the Green Majority bonus program. This week we eventually talk about, uh, and it's absolutely bonkers, spoiler alert, plan to uh, drag melting icebergs down for drinking water to Dubai. Uh, it's ridiculous and we complain about it, but not after until we tell you a bunch of random other funny stories and generally amuse ourselves. So we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Let us know. You can let us know by emailing us at greenmajority.ca or you can just become a patron and tell us how much you love us that way. You can do that at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash greenmajority. Uh, you can sign up for 5 or $10 is uh, recommended, but if you want to just let us know, you appreciate what we do, but uh, that is uh, financially onerous. Uh, you can become a member for as little as $1. Please consider doing that and otherwise enjoy the show. All right, let's do this. Woo. That was a good woo. Let's get a better woo, though. Woo. That was a great woo. Nice. Uh, so uh, we're on, uh, this is Monday now, time traveling, Stefan. Woo. That was your Monday woo. Was Monday Actually, woo. that was a per- pretty appropriate Monday yeah, woo. Yeah, it's a Monday. Come okay. on. Okay. So we're recording this Friday. This is uh, right after the program. Uh, in case there's any, like, in case, like, the world blows up or something on, like, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We're, we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Something crazy happened. It was funny. Is I, on the other the other podcast that I'm occasionally on, the Stories I Don't Tell, which is a storytelling podcast, nothing to do with the environment, hence I don't reference it ever. Um, we recorded an episode recently uh, about a month in advance, and I was like, man, the world could be totally different <laughs> by the time you play this thing. Like it might be, we might just be ignoring something entirely important that we are just not covering uh, just because of this fact. Yeah. In fact, actually that's something I've thought about and this is going to sound like I'm joking, but I'm actually not. It's, it, it's occurred to me that, you know, if, if there was and you know, and quote unquote scare quotes, you know, heaven forbid uh, that something should happen. But if there was say, so, you know, like some huge disaster, uh, or like disaster is in like an impact of climate change that just takes us all at once and, you know, casts mass devastation. You, you did a story a while ago that we played that was sort of following this theme yeah. and, uh, and like, you know, how, how might I feel? Uh, and I've thought about this. I really have. I've, how might I feel listening back to old episodes about mm-hmm. us, you know, talking about this or that policy, not even, not from a, like, not from a, like, a, if only they'd listen to us or to, not, right. none of that. Uh, you know, I'm very much a realist. I, t- my, I tended to adapt to new situations fairly quickly. Uh, you know, it, including it's just Armageddon. A, well, including getting canceled last year. Like I was just right. sort of like, yeah, okay. Right. Um, you know, and there's a whole story about that. Speaking of storytelling, if oh, you yeah. want to watch, uh, Ooh, uh, actually I'll do, yeah, I'll do that in a second. We'll, I'll, I'll promote, I'll promo that in a second. Uh, but I've, I've often thought about, you know, just like listening back and just being like, cause it's like a dialogue of us. Cause we're so like, sort of just like, you know, sh- bumming around and being casual and like the conversations we have here aren't hugely different outside of the fact that they're just much much longer yeah. than real conversations you and i might have in the real world yeah. just usually in the real world we're both so busy that they're like 30 seconds yeah they're about yeah they don't they don't they don't require so much pontification perhaps yeah and they and there's no expectation of, oh man we've only been chatting for six minutes seven we got to fill another 28 <laughs> um but like no really like just about like oh man imagine that time imagine like how i was feeling and the emotion all those struggles seem so quaint now yeah oh, I've, well, um, I've, I've, I've literally so i uh, i've thought i've literally thought about that um uh, just about because so like to carry on the storytelling thing sorry we, we may eventually tell you about dubai uh and icebergs but maybe not just so you know uh give me a tease oh we will oh we will get we there. just have right. no idea how long it's gonna take to get uh, there okay great um because this is actually because because 
again, for uh, the Month Historian event that I'm running, this month I'm trying to tell a story about my existential fear about climate change. Uh, and I, cause I realize it's, it's something that, while very deeply seated, shall we say, in myself, uh, is not something I talk about that often uh, outside of you know, when I'm talking to other environmentalists or when I'm on the show. You know, it's hard to just randomly bring up. No one, you're, you're not sitting around a beer, having a beer with a bunch of friends, and you're like, "Hey, about this other terrifying thing that I think all the time." It's not a thing you talk about. And and I was, but but in the, uh, it's come down to the thought process that like really, there's like three ways this thing ends in my mind. Uh, you know, we don't do anything and we deal with four degrees uh, warming, which is terrifying. <clears throat> I love there was I was at a conference last week and there was a slide someone put up about what would be happening to peel region if there was five degrees warming or four degrees warming and it had all this stuff there about that you know it'd be like oh it'd be this this temperature this you'd affect this thing blah 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 and in my head i'm like all right i understand why you do this to tell people what happens if it is at four degrees warming maybe even five at four degrees warming 50 percent of all crops die like this is not a thing but peel region won't matter like no one's going to consider the region of peel as an important entity not like itself as like to refer to reference the fact that like the borders aren't going to necessarily matter given the mass scale of destruction that will be occurring around it not that the people in peel are somehow less important than other places yeah it's um, going to be i was thinking about the things just related to that really yeah. quickly i was thinking about uh you know the alternation every four years between the summer and the winter olympics and like so when they when it's just the summer and the summer olympics yeah are they going to still do it are they just going to keep the same schedule will, will it be every four years or will they but will they double it so it's still every two years these are the things i think about at three in the morning yeah like, exactly like so, so so like that's one option one option is you do nothing <laughs> that happens second option is that we get close to two degrees and we're like oh shit we can't let the permafrost melt and so they start you know, even though some of it's melting already. Uh, but, but to avoid that, to avoid the worst version of that, we will pump the atmosphere full of sulfur dioxide to give, but to buy us time. And, and that causes who knows what happens. Like the amount of weird shit that could happen if that goes down is an entirely different question. So that's option two. So option one is, you know, we just willfully walk into Armageddon. Option two is we try something having no idea what will happen. It doesn't actually solve the acidification uh, problem of the oceans, so that probably still goes down and other bad things probably definitely happen, but who knows what that is. Or option three is that miraculously in the next, what, 10, 15 years, we see an incredible shift um, and and, and, and off fossil fuels and, 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 and actually do something that close to what we need to do. And even in that world, even in the best case scenario, what we live through is an entire is the is a financial collapse greater than the housing collapse because more money be, will be will be will be wiped off the books from from the fact that the carbon bubble bursts and our entire society will be will be will ha- will, will be changed like the like and and that's so like it's so hard to fathom a future because all of the possibilities we're walking into don't exist right now and 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 i I, and and so it's this weird thing uh that like it's just like it's to go back to your point about listening back to us talking about it as if you know as uh, like kind of like glibly which is what we do most of the time um (laughs) so nothing changes nothing changes well like like it's it's one of the things where it's like you know we will remember this time we will remember this time of our lives where we just sort of were like drunk off fossil fuel and then at another time when life is very very different and and we need and 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 it's like that like 
Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna now pivot into the story because the concept, Do it. the concept that the solution to our problems is dragging an iceberg from Antarctica all the way to Dubai, which is currently, which is the thought that was pitched by this article that you mentioned or to to promo the show, is so within the mindset of where we live right now. Yeah. Like, it's so ludicrous. I feel, yeah, just to, to extend that, I feel like if, if we were going to, like, make a clip art collage of, like, this phase of, like, the Anthropocene, yeah. that makes the collage board. Oh, the yeah. The title of this article makes the collage board. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're like you, it's like, this is what we thought. We were literally at some point like, hey, world, you know what would be great if we had, like, if, if we were more sustainable? What should we do to, you know, help this massive capitalist ridiculous place that decided to build itself in the desert out of sheer money like dubai is perhaps one of the most dubai is one of those places that like is massively fascinating entirely because it is built out of money like it's basically built out of money It, it, it does not exist in a place that makes sense they built it entirely because they're with just basically like throwing money at it and now its solution to needing more water is to drag an iceberg like it is just just show outside of the scope of reasonability. Uh, you know, it's like, well, we could we could have done other things, but instead we wanted to build our entire city in the middle of the desert and then drag an iceberg to us. And that was our solution to this problem. And when you say why, the answer is, well, because paying to desalinate the water that's salt water is very expensive. Duh. Yeah. Like the, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> that's it, right? It's just, that's, that's the entire, it's like maybe you should be, if, if that's your, if that's where you're at, if that's where, what you're doing and that's the thing that you're doing to try and improve the situation, I recommend going back to the like idea board. Yeah. You, well, and maybe, maybe here's an idea. Maybe expand the scope of things you're considering when you're coming up with ideas. Well, it, like, uh, like I think, I think actually what, to me, what, uh, what maybe speaks the most, uh, about this concept, uh, and maybe at some point, I haven't read a ton into this idea. So perhaps if, if you re- neither have the people doing the project. Yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> if there's some reason why this idea is brilliant, please let me know. But I, I can't help but feel like it is the fact that this is the thing that we're like, the fact that society generally has decided that we cannot shift off fossil fuels or that we cannot uh, do, you know, that, or that we cannot find a way to consume less or that we must, like all these things that we've built into our brains as impossible to do um, are, and those are hard and fast. Like we cannot do these things. But dragging an iceberg into the desert is 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 doable let's discuss this one well and let's let's say here for for clarity's sake that not nor you nor i correct me if i'm wrong mm. stefan are uh hydrologists it's true uh physicists uh any of those things that sound fancy yes that being said i do work in a kitchen mm, there you go and when i have a package of frozen sliced uh turkey sorry vegans <laughs> uh our customers demand it uh, and, uh, say we, we got a little busier than we were expecting. There's a trick you do for thawing the turkey in a hurry. Okay. Here's what you do. Plastic package, shrink wrapped, You put it in some water and you chip at it. You ship all the little bits off and this helps it melt faster. Keep in mind <laughs> that the reflectivity of the ice is partially what contributes to the temperature. Yeah. So if you 
separate an ice cube, if you chip off a piece and you drag it to other water and, and put it in, in different temperature water and space it out. So even if you had the same amount of ice cubes, but you just made the, made the pool of water bigger and just moved all the pieces apart from each other. Ice has a way of like when it's close to each other, it sort of reinforces itself because it, it changes its local climate. And so a big chunk of ice in a block of water will melt slower than several small pieces. And so even if you could argue, and maybe, maybe this is true, I don't know, the, the impact would be insignificant or very small. By actively chipping the ice up, say even if they're free-floating, just by dragging them somewhere else, you're lowering, <laughs> you're, you're dispersing the ice. You're helping it melt faster. <laughs> that's like saying i'm on fire quick someone pour gasoline on me like it's i i feel like i i realize i'm just you know i'm just a chef here i'm just a radio host what do i know uh but i feel like this is stupid that's what i'm trying to say man not just stupid because it's a bad idea stupid because it's actually could it, it actually seems to me to make the problem worse not just like conceptually stupid it's it's there are uh god there is it is such a i i kind of honestly i kind of if anyone wanted to make the sort of the the parody video of the or the or the or the the maybe the the quintessential denouement um and i'm going to google that to make sure i'm i'm using it right <laughs> someone will email us yeah um uh yeah yeah, the denouement of capitalism, I think. You could just do a film about these people trying to get these icebergs up there. Because, like, sh- like, they are trying to drag it through ridiculous storms. It's 9,200 kilometers away. And, and, and like, my favorite thing is the quotes. You know when, like, quotes sound like, uh, sound like they are the opening words of the guy? Like, like, like they kind of sound like the, say, the captain of the Titanic you know, saying saying these sort of saying the sort of thing that like at some point you're like, ooh, that's going to come back and haunt you later. Mm. And that's the thing, or like the narrator at the beginning of a horror movie or something. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, ever seen that thing where it's where you know the, where it's often like you know it's like everything looked great. Narrator, things were not great. Uh, this is so. This is this is the managing director uh, of the of the company that wants to you know wants to again drag icebergs uh, from the. From the Indian Ocean uh, to close enough to Dubai, where they can be, where they can be a used as tourist attractions and b harvested for fresh water. Well, if it was just for water, that's one thing. But tourist attractions, tourist attractions. I'm sold. Exactly. Uh, and the quote is: "The icebergs are just floating in the Indian Ocean. They're up for grabs for who to whoever can take them." Yeah, you know, you know, I could see a sign on the tourist attraction being like, "Quick, while they still last, come see an iceberg." Yeah. Uh, and so, <laughs> recognizing the inherent irony, and so of and so uh, and so, the, the, a later line, just shortly after this, uh, after this is the plan to harvest icebergs faces a wide array of legal, financial, financial, and logistical hurdles. Dash and environmentalists are less than thrilled. <laughs> See, I'm always, I'm a really big fan of of understatement. Yeah, well, the writer here really nailed this. Oh piece. yeah, oh yeah. Like, not only was I love about this is that those are all the types of hurdles anything can. <laughs> <laughs> Every possible hurdle applies to this like, great idea. It, you, it's yeah. be hard to do, so it's got logistical. Um, it's hard. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hard to. It's probably illegal, so we got to find a way to get these around the legalities. <laughs> and it's real ludicrously expensive, so you can't fund it. So this is a impossible, hard to fund legal challenge, and that you've decided to take on. Instead of it being for the betterment of the world, it's to drag icebergs from the Indian Ocean that are just there for the taking. Whereas rapidly transforming our energy uh, system and transportation as we know it, 
much harder, apparently. Uh, it, 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 it only has three of those four challenges. I would say maybe do that. Um, <laughs> God, honestly, okay, I would recommend everyone to go. Please post this one article uh, because everyone should read it because the, further you, the, the more you read further down, the more ludicrous this plan comes in. Especially if uh, you imagine uh, Stefan narrating the article like as, in <laughs> Stefan's voice as if, you're reading yeah, it. Yeah, totally. That if, will make it exponentially better. If there's better. interest, I would, do, I would do just do like, you know, we used to like read one article and just go on about it. Oh my God! There are so many good pieces of this. Hey, we're on, we're on the bonus show. We can do fundraising pitches here, Stefan. Oh, if somebody uh, if somebody wants to donate, yeah, and, uh, send and, us a if, note. If even a single patron signs up for even one dollar, but they have to send us a message saying that that's why they're donating. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. they got they got a note that they want me to go through line by line of this article and just laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, so because of that, I won't continue. But oh my God, it's just yeah, it's so. Yeah. So good. They could, and I just, I just want to say they can, they can choose to have both of us do it. Yeah, that's true. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, I need, uh, I need a foil. You it can have, be, like, you can make a request. You can say, do it in a clown voice. Oh, oh wow. I don't think I have a. Clown There's voice. no way to do it without sarcasm. But like, what style of sarcasm? Mm. We'll do our best to right, accommodate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We'll tempt it. And also, I will use the word denouement. Denouement. Because mm. I've, because I've confirmed. I said it. I, I used the right term. So. <laughs> Checking after the fact. That's the green majority style. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure that's true. Wait. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yes. I'm really angry. <laughs> I'm now validated in my pre-existing anger. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know that I have too much more to say about that, Stefan. Um, uh, I think we've had some fun today. I'm glad I'm glad today that we had some fun. Yeah, it was fun. I had a little laugh, a, a, a genuine laugh today instead of my usual like teeth gritting laugh. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm just going to take one minute. We're just over 16 minutes here. So I'm just going to take one minute uh, <clears throat> to two things. One, uh, this is the bonus show. This is sort of a reward for getting to the end. Um, a is that, yes, our climate tar- uh, cartoon thing is uh, coming out. Um, I would say that the quality is getting exponentially better. In fact, I was talking to your mom. Uh, yesterday, who was uh, in CSI, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she said they were getting great, huh? and not only because she's your mom, but also a patron member. Yeah, I'm going to take that as true. I, th- They're great. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Stefan's mom, <laughs> uh, and my mom. She also supports. Oh, great. Uh, we, we, we we're cornering the our moms market. <laughs> 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 I would think that would be that would be an indictment of this of this business model. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. If, we, yeah. <laughs> if our moms were not supporting us, uh, uh, so that's that's number one. So check out check that out. I, uh, I'm going to do my best to finish getting it posted uh, today. Uh, it's it's already it, it will go. be it will be posted. We're going to add some cool stuff. There's also some cool new features. So it's actually a lot easier now to play them as a, as a stream YouTube. Mm restricted a bunch of stuff but they also made doing certain things easier so now now the flow between one episode and the other is actually quite natural uh if it's been a while since you watched them or if you haven't seen them go back and start at the beginning they're only three minutes each or so approximately each it'll take you 15 20 minutes to get through all of them uh check it out uh and if you like it send us some money if you're already a member and you send us money send us more money (laughs) just because just because that's great uh the last thing i want to mention really quickly here is just as an acknowledgement uh as well so keen listeners of the show may have noticed uh, Stefan calling me Saren. That's true. Uh, my name on Facebook is now also Saren. Uh, my preferred way of being addressed is now just generally Saren. So we're going to do that for the people who are not cool enough to listen to the bonus show. They're going to miss this explanation uh, and we're going to let them wonder and you get to all smugly know what's going on. <laughs> uh, but 
just really quickly, uh, I, I feel like uh, smugly knowing, uh, smiling smugly was knowing what's going on. It may also theoretically be this. The, 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 that's part of our brand. Phrase. Yeah, that's the other catchphrase. You have two catchphrases. Yeah, <laughs> we have we have very strong branding in the uh, satire cynicism sort of sector. The the Venn diagram of where sa- uh, sarcasm, uh, satire overlaps uh, uh, cynicism, and 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 uh, that that's sort of our that's our sweet spot. Mm. Uh, so uh, so what I did basically is it's super awkward to explain. I've mentioned being queer on the show a lot before. Uh, specifically uh, being genderqueer. So that's an acknowledgement of that. It's my preferred name. If you meet me in the street, I would prefer to be called that. Uh, We're sort of transitioning, if you will, to that name now. Uh, The only reason I'm really mentioning A is because we've been on the air for 10 years and I sort of for our faithful listeners, I don't want them to, I just feel like it'd be really weird to just not say anything and do that. So that's that. If you want to learn more about that, I, I'm still going to be adding a lot of content to the site, but I'm actually um, looking to promote myself as a public speaker. Steph and I have been talking about this for a while. Um, and including on a variety of other topics, I have a lot to say on a lot of things, <laughs> but I only have this one outlet. Uh, so I'm doing a couple of things just really quickly. So there's a, a page, it's called sarinspeaks.com. Again, I'm adding content there. It's, it's not uh, in its like, it's not in its like walk away form yet, but there's some information there, some explanation if you're interested about the name change and what that means. Uh, also, I'll quickly note that I'm pursuing a few other interests as well. As you know, I mentioned uh, gaming with increasing frequency. Uh, I have some really old interviews there about uh, some stuff about gaming. And I'm also going to be doing like, uh, I don't know how quickly I'll be doing them. Again, this is all in my free time, but I'm going to be doing uh, some videos about uh, gaming and, and not just the gaming videos. And then there's like, there is about like me playing games, uh, specifically talking about ways in which I think games can be useful for uh, becoming a better thinker, uh, for training your brain. So like practical applications of gaming, that's one thing. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the environment, going to be talking about gender a little bit uh, and a few of those things. Uh, as well as some other content. So if you're interested in that, what I'm doing, you can check that out as well. It's also linked to now slightly. I changed the about us page. If you go to the about us page under my name, you'll see a link to that as well. Uh, and with regards to any of those, we'll also be taking uh, requests. So if you have a question, either about the gender page or about the environment page uh, or about the gaming page uh, or any of the other stuff that's there. Uh, I also have a storytelling page uh, where you can see the video of me telling a story about the cancer thing. That's up there as well with some other stories. Uh, I'm going to be doing more uh, on that sort of thing. So there you go. If you're interested in any of that stuff, Saren Speaks, it'll be linked to on the show post. Uh, and we'll probably just not mention it again. This was my sort of announcement. That's the thing. If you miss this, you're just going to be confused. Um, so be glad you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Stefan, do you have any final words for us? I, I do not. Yeah, now you're the worst. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, have a good green week, and we'll talk to you soon.